0: This is the Valley on the Big 550. West pulls up for two. It is good. It is good. He made the shot. He made the shot. Panthers win. Panthers win. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by Amtrak. See where the train can take you. Now, here is Jim Hewer and Brendan Weasy.
1: Good Friday night to you. Another edition of the Valley on the Big 550. I'm Jim Hewer. Brendan Weesey is alongside. And Another busy week in the Missouri Valley Conference, and we're also starting to count it down to Arch Madness, and we'll talk a little bit later on tonight with Kevin Lehman, who's going to join us here in St. Louis on the Big 550 when we broadcast the games here. But uh, Brendan Weesey, man, it's always good to talk Valley, but the games are starting to mean a little bit more and a little bit more in the standings when you take a look at things.
2: It, it, and this past week was another big one, and so much so much on the line. And there, there, you know, there have just been some incredible games there. It, it, it's been so competitive. We've seen a lot of overtime games. Games come right down to the wire, some defensive battles, some offensive battles. It's been a great year for Valley basketball.
1: I know this. Our top story this week to start us off takes us all the way back to Saturday, back at Coke Arena in Wichita, where the Shockers let it be known that, hey, we're still top dog on the block, and we want everybody to know it as they took it to Illinois State pretty good. And things have just its – they've really come together
2: for Greg Marshall's team right now. And, and since they lost to Illinois State, Jimmy, they've gone on another run, and only one of these wins decided by single digits. Everything else, they're blowing people out. And I, I know we, we spent a lot of time – People argue about the eye test. Are they passing? The, well, here's the thing. Yeah, they're passing the eye test, but just look at the numbers. I mean, they're blowing teams out. And at the end of the day, did they play the best non-conference schedule in America? No, probably not. But when when you look at the entire resume and you watch this team play, uh, I, I I I just can't understand why there are people and some very. Uh, connected people in college basketball, Jerry Palm being one of them, who today had Wichita State as one of his uh, first four teams out.
1: And I just don't get that. Yeah. Wichita State, Illinois State in on my brackets anywhere. Same here. And uh, for those, it, some of those teams that are getting in ahead of them, uh, shame on people because Wichita State, Illinois State definitely deserve to be in the field for the NCAA basketball tournament, Wichita state now 12 and one in the league, Illinois state 12 and one. The one thing about Wichita state too, Brendan, and a lot of people will buy that non-conference. This team's a lot better than they were when they played the non-conference. And part of that is finally getting the backcourt straightened out. And Greg Marshall talked about, you know, Landry Shamit and and that group, they've kind of started to gel a little bit.
3: Well, I mean, it's, probably the most important position on the floor. Uh, it is, at least for our system and our the way we run our team. So um, you lose a guy that's playing in the NBA. He's playing a lot of minutes. played 20 minutes, I think, the other night. He's now the backup point guard. So I don't know what that means with Corey Joseph, but with the Raptors, but right now, Fred's getting the backup minutes. I don't know whether he's hurt or just the coaches decided Fred's beating him out. Uh, he's a pretty good player. Baker backed him up for three years. So, you know, we lost 40 minutes of point guard play, really, from the last three years. And it's, it's crucial. Uh, Deshaun Smith has had his moments. Connor Frankamp has had his moments. Uh, Austin Reeves, J.R. Simon. They've all played at some point, but I think right now, uh, Landry Shamet getting the, majority of the minutes gives us the best chance to be good right now and possibly uh, be at our best uh, long-term.
1: And Lander Shamit has gotten better and better all season long. He only played 16 minutes
2: in that neutral floor loss to Louisville. That was early in the season in November, Jim. And Shamit, right now in the minutes, he is a true starting point guard in college basketball. He has made Wichita State a better team now than they were in November and December. And I, again, if anybody's watched this team, I think that's pretty easy to decipher.
1: Other big news this week, and they're a surprise from where they started the season, meaning another team getting better as the season has gone on. Brendan, we see that's the Northern Iowa Panthers. Man, Ben Jacobson has turned that thing around. So from cellar
2: dwellers at zero and five to third place in the Missouri Valley Conference, the more things change. The more they stay the same Jimmy and Northern Iowa in play at or near the top of the Valley standings that's just what they do and it's it's about their defense we'll talk with Kevin Layman about that a little bit later but Jim they're getting to the free throw line a lot too and I think that's very important for a team that's not necessarily going to knock down a bunch of long range shots they're getting to the charity stripe a lot and it's not all about Jeremy Morgan. Bennett Cook mm-hmm. has really stepped in and played well in the second half of conference play. And when it was all Morgan early, you could tell this team was was really struggling and trying to find an identity. And, and Morgan is fantastic. We've seen games oh, yeah. where he's been just off the chain. But when he actually has two or three guys helping him out, this team is much better.
1: Both uh, Southern and Northern Iowa, seven and six now in third spot In the Missouri Valley Conference, Barry Hinson's had a chance to see Northern Iowa. And his thoughts on how good they are and how improved they are?
3: You know, I I think one of the things, I think they're just playing with much more confidence. Uh, You know, Ben and them started off with a schedule that was absolutely, uh, you know, was the toughest schedule in the league. And uh, uh, call it what you want, but they may have lost a little bit of confidence, which is easily to do with the schedule in which they played. I mean, we certainly went through that, not to the level of which they did. Uh, And I I just think you're seeing a team that's maturing in front of our eyes. They've always played the same way, pack line defense, and uh, you have to make perimeter shots in order to beat them.
1: All I know is Ben Jacobson, when it comes tournament time, knows how to win tournaments. He's done it time and time again.
2: Beware of the Panthers moving forward. Their style of play, Barry Henson said it right there, Jimmy, their style of play makes you fear them in Arch Madness and potentially in March Madness. The way they're playing right now, you cannot rule them out to turn this conference upside down in St. Louis in a few weeks.
1: Time Do not rule that out. No doubt, no doubt. Let's take a look at our accolades for the week in the Missouri Valley Conference. We'll start off with Player of the Week. This one, this week, comes from Wichita. Picked up by Fran Camp. Pops a three from out front. Good! Connor
4: Frenkamp off the dribble. Nails a three in Wichita Steets. Lead jumps back to seven with 26 seconds to go in the half. And Connor would be it tonight. Six of ten from the field, four of six from three, two of two free throws, four assists, two steals, no turnovers in 28 minutes. Kicks it out to Frenkamp. Pass fake, shot. Good! Oh. Pass fake and a three by oh. Connor
1: Frankcamp
4: he is so confident. It's just great to see that. And that's why Wichita State has a 30-20 to 20 lead.
1: I know this. Connor Frank Kemp, when you have your career high of 18 against Illinois State, that probably puts you in the running. And he is this week's Missouri Valley Conference player. And Frank camp
2: makes it at least four Shockers now, Jimmy, that have weekly awards on the season. I have Shamit, McDuffie, Shaq Morris, uh, and Frank Camp now. And what... You can't have a team full of guys that all they do is catch and shoot. And it's not like that's all Connor Fran camp is about. But when you have a guy that catches and shoots like Fran camp, 42% from three on the season. Jimmy, how about try 49% from three in Valley play?
1: You take that guy every day of the week. Outstanding week for Connor Frank But What was that, four or five guys you mentioned from Wichita getting those on? I have at
2: least four, unless no, the, okay. Daryl Willis or Zach Brown, no. if they won the not yet. awards yet? <laughs> not
1: yet, but it could be coming. And that just goes back to our point of how solid Wichita State is. It's not just a one man band there, they got a lot of things moving forward for the Wichita State Shockers. Now, our newcomer of the week. For that, we go down to Southern Illinois.
0: Rebound tipped by Bowl to himself and he leaves to Rodriguez. How
1: about Bowl controlling the glass? Five rebounds.
0: Back in the air and no good. Rebound slapped and it comes to Bowl. Pop up, eight footer in the lane, short. Rebounded by Bowl. Teague trying to go back up. He does and he scores. Bowl gets his first basket and his third point. Teague Bowl with a huge free throw and he's been the man. Four points and a block.
1: Ah, yes, the Saluki's Teak Bowl, the 6'8 junior forward, this week's Newcomer of the Week. And you wondered if he
2: was going to be sort of like that shot blocker, rebounder, limited offensive game. Not at all. I mean, his offensive game is there in spades, Jimmy, but he obviously can rebound and block shots as well. And in fact, uh, he's got about three blocks per game in his last four, but he's also averaging 11 points per game during that span as well. So a really well-rounded game, an athlete, and again, a real presence defensively in the paint for the Salukis.
1: In wins over Bradley and Loyola, Teak Bowl had 12.5-point game average, seven rebounds, two blocks, and including this one, which is our Prairie Farms Recovery Replay of the Week. A big one in their win last Saturday at Loyola.
0: Richardson on the inbound to Doyle between the circles. Full shot clock. one ten on the game clock for the Ramblers. Doyle has it. Free throw line. Leans in. Shut off. Give it up, Jackson. Shot fake. Takes Bowl into the lane. Double fake. Missed shot clock by Bowl ahead to Fletcher. It's 3 on 2. Armando the gold ball. Stripped one out of bounds. Off of Loyola and it's Saluki ball. O'Brien was out on that play and he comes back in teak bowl with the block is the play of the game right now wow that was huge
1: mike reese on the saluki radio network that was a 67 61 road win for the salukis and teak bowl with our prairie farms recovery play of the week brought to you by prairie farms companies including prairie farms dairies and highland dairy foods remember there's no better athletic recovery drink than real chocolate milk, and there's no better chocolate milk than Dairy Fresh, Prairie Farms, and Highland Brands. A lot of times you get a three-point bucket, you get a dunk, but this week's play of the week is a block, and in defense wins games, Brendan, we see. No question about it. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll preview what's coming up this weekend in the Missouri Valley Conference as we roll through the Valley on the big 550. Ready for a road trip without the road? Book a trip on Amtrak
5: and instead of spotting license plates, see actual states. Leave gas, traffic, tolls and parking behind and make yourself at home on the train with space to kick back and outlets all your own. It's so much easier to explore America when nobody's confined to the back seat and it's affordable too. Just visit amtrak.com to save 20% with saver fares and kids ride 50% off. 500 destinations, infinite stories. Amtrak See where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. State Farm knows that life is like college basketball. Having the right combination can make all the difference. Cinderella stories and college basketball? We won! We won! We won! We won! Good combination. Cinderella stories and college parties.
2: Once upon a time, there was this princess!
3: What did you say? A princess!
5: Bad combination. At State Farm, we know the power of a good combination. Talk to an agent for help combining your home and auto into a plan that's right for you. State Farm, here to help life go right.
4: Hey, St. Louis, this is A.J. Cochran, center back for St. Louis FC. Join us this season at Worldwide Technology Soccer Park as we represent our city against some of the best soccer talent in the country.
6: The St. Louis FC season is right around the corner. Get your tickets now for all 16 home games. The first two seasons included sold-out crowds and an authentic soccer experience. There's cheering, chanting, and much more. It's a party you don't want to miss. For more information, visit stlouisfc.com. Don't be caught empty-handed.
4: You want to buy something nice for Valentine's Day? Make sure you check out Lordo's Diamonds in the heart of Ledoux. Classic, traditional, stylish jewelry, including diamonds and pendants and earrings and everything else. Mike and Jim will take care of you. Don't go online. Don't go to a big-box store. And don't go to anybody who buys in bulk. Lordo's Diamonds in the heart of Ledoux on Clayton Road, right where the old Bush's Grove was. Lordo's Diamonds or lordosdiamonds.com.
1: The Valley on the Big 550 continues on a Friday night. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. Time for that segment of the show where we get you kind of ready for what to expect this weekend in Valley basketball. Brendan, we've got games on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Let's start with the Saturday games, the first game on the schedule. Drake takes their shooters on the road and they go visit Indiana State.
2: So maybe reality set in for those shooters, Jimmy, on Drake because... They've now lost four in a row, and that vaunted offense that was you know, averaging 85, 86 points per game in wins, while in losses, they, they haven't um, haven't quite matched that production. In fact, they've only cracked 70 points once in that four-game losing streak, and again, it's starting, starting to look like that Drake is starting to more resemble the team we saw before Giacoletti's firing.
1: That game is on ESPN3. That's a 1 o'clock tip tomorrow. Second game on the schedule starts off at 3 o'clock. You've got Evansville, the Purple Aces, on the road going down to Salukiland to take on the Salukis.
2: So Evansville had that nine-game losing streak, right? But they follow that up with two straight now wins over pretty good teams in the middle of the pack, Missouri State and Loyola. And I think this just continues to illustrate, Jimmy, a point we've been making from the beginning that – for a while, we saw Evansville and Indiana State at the bottom of this league. Um, if that was the bottom, the bottom's pretty strong. I, I think in reality, teams like Bradley and Drake, nothing against those teams, but they're the ones I think we kind of saw being there, and Evansville and Indiana State much better than the way they played over the last month, month and a half, and now we're starting to see it out of the Purple Aces. It's going to be a tough one for SIU Carbondale, but Sean O'Brien, 15-and-a-half, Four and a half assists, almost 10 rebounds per game in his last four. He is a stat stat sheet stuffer for the Salukis.
1: Now, the late game on Saturday has Illinois State at home in normal Illinois, but it's a 9 o'clock tip. It's on ESPNU, and they get Bradley. Jimmy,
2: it's about Paris Lee, I think, in this game. He's coming off the 26-point performance after he only dropped four against Wichita State. I think he comes through big against bradley and it's uh, kind of a what do you call it a cross road rivalry here these two campuses Hell, not yeah. separated by too many miles definitely a rivalry here but uh, i think we both like the redbirds
1: no doubt about that that's on espnu and again mark your clock because it's a nine yeah, o'clock late, tip. late tilt Sunday, we've got two games, and they're both at 3 o'clock, and we'll start with the first one. Missouri State at home. You can catch this one on ESPN 3. Oh, they get UNI. We talked about how good UNI is, but also uh, Paul Lusk has A. Johnson, who continues to get better.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's a guy that has developed late, grew late, and is still developing. He's, he's, a, he's a really coachable kid, um, and... Um, he continues to get better. He's he's gotten better since he's been here. Uh, in particular, with his his three point shot, it used to be kind of a little bit of a set shot, but he's really worked on that. Uh, he's shooting free throws better. Um, he's uh, he does a lot of he, he's gotten better defensively, which he needs to continue to do. But uh, the one thing that he's always done uh, from day one is really rebound the basketball and chase it. Um, I think he'll. He'll continue to get better in all areas, uh, physically, uh, in the offseason, in the weight room. All of those things will be important for him moving forward. But he, he's he's a very coachable
1: kid. Paul Lusk is going to need Alize Johnson to be strong to defeat UNI tomorrow. And I, we talked Our a lot Sunday. about
2: yeah, we talked a lot about that UNI defense, Jimmy. How about Obadiah Church averaging better than three blocks per game in his last three? Definitely an athlete that uh, has the vertical ability. Get up there, contest some shots. He's going to have to big uh, have to have a big game. Probably a low-scoring
1: game down there in Springfield, but the Bears need it. One other three o'clock contest on Sunday in the Missouri Valley Conference: Wichita State goes on the road to Loyola. Loyola, they're trying to inch their way up into that number three spot right now. They're six and seven, and Porter Moser is kind of looking for some consistency. What does he need from his team to improve down the stretch here?
3: Well, we got to win. <laughs> Just uh, you know, you're trying to position yourself to get, uh, at this point, to be, you know, to get the best seed you can get between three and six. Um, and I think everyone will tell you you want to stay out of that seventh seed. Um, you know, we, we've we got to uh, defend better. Um, and uh, we've got to be able to win when we don't shoot the ball well. Uh, I, I said this last week. I heard Bobby Huggins say that in a quote a couple weeks ago. He said, you got to be able to win when you don't shoot well. We didn't shoot well against Southern. You know, it was one of those – those games between Richardson, Custer, and Doyle, they were one for ten from three, and Jackson missed seven shots. We haven't had that situation too often this year. We've been shooting the ball so well, and you've got to find ways to win when you don't shoot it well, and we didn't. So we got to defend better, um, uh, much better if we want to uh, make a run here down the stretch.
1: That's Porter Moser, and he's talking about his team as they get ready to take on Wichita State that game, 3 o'clock on ESPNU. And Loyola's lost three in a row, Jimmy,
2: but... By a combined nine points, I mean, they've been in these games, no question about it. Dante Ingram has uh, certainly provided a nice lift as of late, 16 points in his last five, averaging 16 for uh, for the Ramblers.
1: And you know Greg Marshall wants to keep the pedal down to the floor and keep putting the pressure on and letting everybody know hey, we're running people out of the building. Whoever we play, we deserve to get into the NCAA tournament. And Loyola has risen, risen to the occasion at home more than once this season. it will be an interesting game Sunday afternoon. That at 3 o'clock. This is the Valley on the Big 550. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. When we come back, we'll talk about some Valley hoops with Kevin Lehman next on the Big 550.
4: Howdy, folks. Barry Henson here, dean of the league and the oldest coach in the Missouri Valley Conference. Prairie Farms companies, including Prairie Farms Dairy and Highland Dairy Foods, are proud Missouri Valley corporate sponsors. They're not as old as the Missouri Valley Conference, but for nearly 80 years, their farmer-owned and locally produced dairy fresh products have served families just like yours. Look for Prairie Farms and Highland Dairy products at your favorite grocery. Now, as your coach, they support us, and I'm coaching you to support them. Every road to St. Louis starts on the Missouri Valley Conference campus and converges under the gleaming reflection of Arch Madness. Don't miss the 2017 State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship March 2nd through 5th at Scott Trade Center. Presented by Fox Sports Midwest and Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000. That's 800-745-3000. Or visit archmadness.com. Get your tickets and get on the road to Arch Madness.
6: Did you pre-qualify your flooring contractor, or did you choose someone based on price alone? Selecting the low bid can be buying high risk. What about references, years in business, the experience and qualifications of the craftsmen who install your floor, insurance, or photos of their work? The contractor members of the Flooring Industry Council urge you to consider these items and more when choosing a flooring contractor. Don't buy high risk with a decision based solely on low dollar. You get what you pay for is never more true than with floor covering. Visit FICSTL.org. That's FICSTL.org. Or call 314-968-3522 for a list of flooring industry council contractors and a flooring installation you'll be proud of for years to come. Call 314 314- 968-3522. Two, two. Visit FICSTL.org. The Valley on the Big 550
1: KTRS continues on a Friday night. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey, and now we bring in Kevin Lehman with us, who will be with us when we have the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament here on the Big 550 KTRS, and that's just about three weeks away. Kevin, can you wait?
7: Well, Jim and Brendan, first, a pleasure to be on with you, and we're in mid-February, man. It's going to wind down fast, and you're going to see what we call senior urgency kick in for some of these teams with older
1: players. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. That's a great point because a lot of those kids, they're realizing now their time is going quickly, and there's a very few left, and there's another level that those seniors seem to find at this time of the year, isn't it?
7: Well, especially in the Valley, if you look back in the history of the Valley, the teams that win that league are senior-dominated teams, and most coaches will tell you that, that you got to have seniors. You've got to be led from within if you're going to win championships. And if you're a player right now, especially a senior, you're counting down the practices and you're counting down the games and you realize there's just a short lifespan left in your college career. So their ability to focus and play at a high level increases.
2: Kevin, you saw an interesting game a couple nights ago, maybe not the most aesthetically pleasing game of the season with Northern Iowa and Southern Illinois with uh, the Panthers winning again. These two teams sort of on the next year down between Illinois State and Wichita State, but it was a UNI 49-41 to win. What uh, what did you see out of this game that didn't feature a lot of shooting, at least from long range?
7: Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I've seen that series between the Slookies and the Panthers up close for many years. And the McLeod Center is the kryptonite for Southern Illinois. They have not won the the 11 years' existence of that facility. In fact, they haven't scored over 60 points in Cedar Falls since 2008. So I kind of expected the first to reach 60 to win this game, but I tell you, it was worse than that. It was a defensive battle by both teams. And this Northern Iowa team, their defense is really getting solid right now, really rounding into the shape. They've still got some issues on offense, but they are good defensively. And the Slukies, they're another dangerous team with Sean O'Brien. They can be really good. But the Panthers, they took Mike Rodriguez out of that game.
2: Well, let's dig a little deeper on these two teams, Kevin. First, you mentioned you and I. You know, they were 0-5 in league. They're now 7-6. So do you see it all on the defensive end that, is, that has spurned this turnaround?
7: Yes, and if you talk to Coach Jason, he'll tell you that. They really, they're like attached by a string now. They know where every player's at. Their rotations are really good. And Juan McLeod, the freshman who struggled most of the season, they're playing him now at the end of games. He has great lateral quickness and length. He's only 5'11", but long arms. He can guard the ball and kind of set the tempo with their defense out front. And, of course, you got Jeremy Morgan, one of the best defenders in the Valley back there, and they're just also getting help from uh, Bennett Cook. they got the guy in the middle now, and Jordan Ashton, the transfer from Iowa State, has played really well for Northern Iowa once he settled in. And also Clint Carlson is starting to make shots for them. So they are a dangerous team down the stretch, and I like Southern Illinois, too. Barry Hitson's done a good job with that team. They just run into a buzzsaw every time they come into Cedar Falls.
2: Are are they a little too streaky for your taste? I mean, they've won three in a row, lost three in a row, won three in a row. They've swept the season series with Missouri State. They've been swept in the season series by Northern Iowa. So it's tough to really get a a feel on them. It's sort of like uh, what day of the week is it for SIU?
7: Well, I think it goes back to Mike Rodriguez. And Coach Henson will tell you, as Mike Rodriguez goes, their team goes. They shut him down. He couldn't get any penetration against Northern Iowa. And Mike Rodriguez makes a living at the free-throw line. He's one of the top players in the nation for free-throw attempts. He couldn't get there against the Panthers. Got a few late. So if you can take Mike out of the game, Southern Illinois struggles because then they have to try to play through Sean O'Brien at that forward
1: spot. Kevin Lehman with us here on the Valley on the Big 550. Beyond Southern Illinois and Northern Iowa, Kevin, you got Loyola, Missouri State, and Drake. They're all one below five hundred in league play. Any of those three, you think, can you know sneak up there and challenge Southern and Northern Iowa right now?
7: Well, you got a big game on Sunday because Northern Iowa has to go to Missouri State and play. Missouri State beat them the first game of the Valley back in December, so this would be a good measure stick of how far this Northern Iowa team has come from that zero five start. And Missouri State, you know, they, they really shoot the ball well at times, but there seems to be something missing there. They've, they've been in a ton of overtimes. So that will be a game to keep an eye on. And Loyola's a team I really like guys, but they've kind of disappointed me. They've lost some games I thought they should win. Milton Doyle is playing at a high level. Dante Ingram is playing really well for the Ramblers, but they don't have a lot of depth. And I think that's what's hurting Loyola here down the
1: stretch. As far as the top, we know it's Wichita State and Illinois State. Illinois State with a little bit of an injury problem, but if and when they get healthy, do you, do you, can you get a feel for one or the other?
7: Well, here's a question I like to ask opposing coaches. Which bracket do you want to be in in Arch Madness? Do you want to be on the same side of the bracket with Wichita State, or do you want on the bracket side where you're going to face Illinois State? And it's, you get interesting answers when you ask that question. Because you know, Wichita State has tremendous depth, but they don't have seniors. So you wonder if maybe Illinois State has the edge if they get Macau McIntosh healthy because they have seniors that have been through this. This is Dan Muller's first recruiting class are now seniors. So are they going to have that senior urgency we talked about earlier if they get McIntosh back? And Keyshawn Evans has really developed in the absence of Macintosh, and that's going to help them even more when they get into a three-game tournament such as Arch Madness.
2: Kevin, you mentioned Wichita—no seniors, but a lot of juniors—and did was it maybe uh, was it a chemistry thing? Not that Wichita got off to a slow start, but do you think they're now finally gelled as a team and, and hitting their stride right now? As they have, uh, they've won their last seven in a row since the loss at oh, Illinois State.
7: Well, I'll tell you, Brendan and Jim, they are very talented offensively. They're a different team than we saw in the past with Fred Van Vliet and Ron Baker. Cause those teams would just swarm you defensively, especially with Baker's size out front. This is a team that's and it's concerning to Greg Marshall because he has that mantra of play angry, which is rebound and defend, but this is a
3: different team. They're
7: really talented offensively, and they have tremendous depth. Which sets him up for the long haul, I think. And they're getting better defensively. We saw they've been punishing teams in Wichita with their defense. So they may be coming around just at the right time. But you look at Illinois State. Now, Illinois State's got to go to Northern Iowa the last game of the season. That'll be a good matchup to watch. Because can both these teams, the Redbirds and the Shockers, finish this thing 17 1? then we go to a tiebreaker, or are they going to get knocked off on, along the way? I think they each could get another loss to get into March.
1: Kevin, we appreciate you spending time with us tonight here on the Valley on the Big 550 and looking forward to when you come to town here in St. Louis.
7: Well, it's our schmadge, so you've got to get your hotel rooms and get your tickets because it's the best tournament there's going to, you're going to see across the nation.
1: Agreed 100%. Again, Kevin Lehman with this. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap up the show here on the Big 550. Ready for a road trip without the road? Book a trip on
5: Amtrak. And instead of spotting license plates, see actual states. Leave gas, traffic, tolls, and parking behind and make yourself at home on the train with space to kick back and outlets all your own. It's so much easier to explore America when nobody's confined to the back seat. And it's affordable, too. Just visit Amtrak.com to save 20% with Saver Fares and kids ride 50% off. 500 destinations, infinite stories. Amtrak. See where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. Ready to discover the newest marvel on the Mississippi? Hoops in the heartland is returning to the Quad Cities.
4: Don't miss the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference Women's Basketball Championship, March 9th through 12th at the iWireless Center in Moline. Presented by Aetna. For tickets, call 800 745 3000 or visit mvcquadcities.com. Get your tickets and experience hoops in the heartland.
8: The folks at Stefanina's like to think big. Like their extra large 20-inch pizza. Better make extra space in your car before you pick up one of these babies. Like their pasta. Stefanina serves huge pasta portions. Say that three times fast. Huge pasta portions. Huge pasta portions. Yeah, you got the idea. Big salads. Big entrees. Even big desserts. Got a big family, a big party, or just a big appetite? Stefanina serves big food for a small price. At all five locations, the restaurant in O'Fallon or the express locations in St. Charles, St. Peter's, and now in the Chesterfield Valley. Big savings on daily specials or on the website, stefspizza.com, S-T-E-F-S pizza.com. It's Stefanina's and it's Big. How do you spell big? Stephaninas.
1: Putting a wrap on the valley on the Big Five Fifty for this week. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey back with you. And man, oh man, the Arch Madness is about to just descend on st louis soon and i tell you what there are ways to get tickets and there are all kinds of cool packages that are going on
2: i tell you what i've what i've always said that what makes this tournament so cool is seeing the family seeing the dad seeing the seeing the sons the moms the daughters go and enjoy these games and your best bet on that front jimmy is the perina dog chow family fun pack you can get one uh or at least a coupon at your participating schnooks stores where you get the dog, the Purina Dog Chow Family Fun Pack tear pads. You bring them down to the Scott Trade Center box office to redeem for four single-session tickets, four large sodas, and two popcorns for 70 bucks. That's a savings of $100 off the normal price for that entire package. So go to your Snooks store, find the Purina
1: Dog Chow. Family Fun Pack, and uh, enjoy Arch Madness. Oh, no doubt about that. Bring the whole family. It's a great event, and if you just want single-session tickets, they are available now by calling 800-745-3000 or visiting Ticketmaster at Ticketmaster.com. You can also go to the Scott Trade Center box office during regular business hours. I mean, there are just so many cool ways to go and enjoy Arch Madness. I know we're going to be there. We're going to be enjoying it, and you should Two. that will do it for this week's valley on the big 550 join us next friday won't you
0: this has been the valley on the big 550 the valley on the big 550 is brought to you by state farm insurance helping you rebound when things go wrong but also here to help life go right team up with an agent today at 800 state farm